You're listening to the GCSE Science Podcast. 10-minute episodes for students, parents and teachers that covers the full GCSE specification. Welcome to episode 3, Atomic Structure Part 3, Electronic Structure and the Periodic Table. Now we spoke before about the experiment where the results helped us change the model of the atom and realize that electrons actually occupy discrete areas around the nucleus called shells. Now, we can write down how electrons are found on those shells. So the electron configuration or structure can be expressed in diagrammatic form or numerically. So we can write down numbers that represent the number of electrons on each shell. So for example, the electronic structure of magnesium is 282. That is the innermost shell holds two electrons, then the next shell out holds eight, and then the next one out holds two. Now it's important to know how many electrons each of those first shells can hold maximum. So when you draw your own diagrams or write down your own electronic configuration, you don't go over. Now the innermost shell, shell number one, can only hold two electrons max. The second shell can hold a maximum of eight, as can the third shell. Did you know, in addition to these podcasts, we also have online science help videos? Head over to teamscienceedu.co.uk to find out more. We mentioned the periodic table in an earlier podcast, and the elements that are contained within the table are arranged in ascending atomic number. That is, the elements with the fewest protons are listed at the beginning, and those with the most protons are listed towards the end. Now, they're not just listed from beginning to end in one long list, but the elements are actually grouped. Elements that uh, are in the same group vertically have the same number of outermost electrons in their outer shell. And because of this, they've got very similar properties. It's also interesting to note that elements in the same horizontal row or period have the same number of shells. Now, examples of how we can see the chemical similarity is if we just look at group one elements, so lithium, sodium, potassium, all three are reactive metals. We store them all in oils. They don't come into contact with any moisture in the air. And if you take each one of them um, and you can cut them, they're very soft, and add them into water, they would all react uh, in a very similar pattern with the water. However, there are some that are more reactive than others. So this is a favorite practical among science teachers. And it's obvious to see that as you go down the group, the metals become more and more reactive. Early periodic tables were designed before protons, neutrons, and electrons were even known about. So the elements were listed by trying to order them in terms of their atomic weights. So obviously the first periodic tables were incomplete because not all the elements had been discovered and some elements were also placed in wrong groups. And so this is due to the fact that the atomic weight was the primary method of organizing the elements in the table. So Mendeleev was the first to start leaving gaps in his version of the periodic table where he felt there could be maybe an element that goes here, but maybe we've just not discovered it yet. And he also changed the order based on some of the weights. 
um, it was clear that Mendeleev was on the right track because when elements were subsequently discovered afterwards, they matched the predictions that he made when he was leaving gaps in his table. It was also the subsequent discovery of isotopes, that is when you have an element with the same number of protons, sorry, an atom with the same number of protons, but a different number of neutrons, that's an isotope. When they were discovered, it allows you to reason as to why ordering purely by atomic weight was not the best method. There is an accompanying set of notes that goes with this podcast. So if you'd like that to read or to print out for your own revision notes and files, then feel free to head over to Team Science Edu, E-D-U, teamscienceedu.co.uk. We'd like to thank you for downloading this GCSE Science podcast. Hopefully it helped you a little bit in the topic we were discussing today. If you have any questions, then please feel free to contact us through Team Science Edu, and we'll try and answer any questions we can in a future podcast.